710 ESPN presents The Experience, the Experience. with Laverne Cusack, where we go beyond the play and focus on athletes, fans, events, and the biggest issues that inspire and shape our lives. Here's the host of The Experience, Laverne Cusack. Laverne Cusack. Athletes in the Making is a nonprofit organization that was founded with the belief that through physical activity, children of today can live healthier and motivated lives and create people skills to become successful in the future. By participating in team sports, children learn social skills through teamwork and respectfulness for sportsmanship. Children also learn to aim for higher goals by being competitive and receiving good grades for the love of the game. What does AIM do, athletes in the making? They visit various elementary schools that's not limited to any district and conduct hour-long sessions, which will consist of various drills that many professional and amateur athletes use on a day-to-day basis, such as dribble drills for basketball, kicking drills for soccer, fielding drills for baseball, and puck passing for hockey. To see how you can help athletes in the making, volunteer, or donate, please go to athletesinthemaking.org. I'm LaFern Cusack. This is 710 ESPN. Your sports station is 710 ESPN. The experience is now. Here is LaFern Cusack. Thank you so much for joining me. This is 710 ESPN. I'm LaFern Cusack speaking with Victor Mario. He is the founder and on the board of directors for Athletes in the Making. Welcome to the show, Victor. Thank you for having me, man. It's a pleasure to be here for sure. Tell us why you navigated to sports. Oh, my God. Okay, so... Uh, you know, I was born and raised in Los Angeles uh, in the Northeast area. Growing up in elementary school, that's all I did. I mean, I grew up in the 80s, so there wasn't too much video games. Um, there was no PlayStation, that's for sure. <laughs> you had Pong. <laughs> we did have that. You're right. We and Asteroids. <laughs> I, I guess, but it, it just it didn't catch my eye. I'm sorry. I just loved being outside. I was a big sports guy. Loved playing football and soccer and basketball. All that stuff. It was just nonstop during recess and lunch at, at school. And even after school, I just continued to go on. Uh, we had, uh, you know, after school programs that just, uh, you know, organized games and, and sports and stuff like that. So I was just, I was the first one there to let, let's play. It was just nonstop. And, um, you know, I live by, uh, literally across the street from Dodger Stadium. So I'm just a huge sports fan all around. I was just surrounded by it. No way of dodging it. Right. <laughs> so, you know, I, I was just huge, just huge sports guy. And uh, even growing up uh, in high school, I actually had a uh, after-school job at um, at an after-school program at elementary schools where I was just a coach, you know, with the little kids and, and playing at the playground and setting up games and coaching tournaments and things like that. So I started off really young coaching sports. So yeah, that's that's. I mean, it started off really young with the passion of sports. It's something I, I just always did. Even now, at 42 years old, I still play at adult league. <laughs> oh wow, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, you know. It's just, until God says I can't go anymore, then I'll, then I'll stop. <laughs> right. Was your family sports oriented or it's just naturally built in you? 
Yeah, my well, my dad, my dad's a huge baseball fan, huge baseball fan. He hated the Dodgers, which is kind of weird. <laughs> he loved, he loved, he loved the San Francisco Giants and and the Angels. So I kind of grew up a little bit of both, and then I kind of realized, wait a minute, Dad, I'm, I'm on the wrong team here. I need to be a Dodger fan. But yeah, growing up, my dad was was always coaching me. And he was always my baseball coach as well. And uh, yeah, he introduced me to the game of baseball, which is the first sport I kind of did. And it just it just went on from there, just nonstop. I just I just do not stop. <laughs> what do you think you learned from being in sports at such an early age? Oh man, just just the uh, teamwork, uh, meeting other people, confidence. You know, just just running around, being active. I mean, there's so much making friends. You know, it was just you know sports. You know, today even it's, it's just such a big part of I think everything. I mean, if you look at sports, it helps with the fight against sexism and racism. Because if you're, you love sports, you don't care who's mm-hmm. on the team with you. You just love to play. I don't right. care who's sitting next to me. So right. I think that, that, that helps, right? And then, you know, you obviously talk about health issues and being healthy and, you know, the, that word obesity gets going around it, you know, especially now with video games and the internet and things like that. So I know I was just fortunate to be brought up in that era where there wasn't that much stuff because who knows where I would have fallen into that trap as well. You know, mm-hmm. I, mean, I could have easily fallen into that. So I guess I'm kind of fortunate to have been born in the 80s where there was no video games. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, now it's kind of a struggle to get them out there. But, but you know, we, we you know, I think uh, society tries its best to, to, to make it easier for kids to play out there more and get more active and there's more resources now. And, you know, I, I think it's good. It's a good balance now. Yeah. Victor, tell me about your time at Los Angeles Unified School District and the after school program there. Yes, it was, it was, uh, you know, I did that for about five years. Um, and again, it was just organizing the, it was called East Youth Services, which now I believe the transition, I think it's called Beyond the Bell now. I think that's what it is now, um, which is still going on. And it's an after school program at elementary schools and I think middle schools as well. Where, you know, kids that just stay after school to get some homework done. And then once their homework is done, they, you know, they just, just play, free mm-hmm. play. And some of the coaches organize some sports games and things like that. And then I know there's tournaments that you could sign up for as well. Um, so, you know, I did that up until maybe 21, 22 years old. And after that, it was, uh, uh, 9-11 hit. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I was, again, I, I kind of mentioned earlier that for military standards, I was kind of old. So I, kind of did what I could at the time and I and I joined the Marine Corps Reserve at the time. Um so I kinda of took a little step back from from, you know, coaching and things like that and focused more on, on the military and I did some private investigation and private security. So I kinda of got into that field um a little bit more. Yeah. Um so yeah. How how was that experience? Uh it was it was great. I mean I you know, Marines is you know, something that, you know, I, I, I'd never take it back. I, I love it. It was, it was one of the best worst times. <laughs> that yeah. makes any sense at all. <laughs> but it was, it was fun. It was great. It was unfortunate that I, it took 9-11 for me to sign, but, you know, um, the experience overall was great. And, you know, then, like I said, transitioning to the, uh, security things and private investigation side, uh, then that's kind of where I went, you know, later 20s, early 30s. So you can look at a situation and you can spot if someone is uh, doing something nefarious? <laughs> uh, yeah, I can have that skill a little bit. <laughs> My wife doesn't like it too much, but yeah, I can. <laughs> I, I think I, I, I can do that. Oh, interesting. But yeah. 
Yeah, so I, I, again, it's, it's something that, you know, it, the law enforcement side of things is, is kind of kind of a, a little rewarding at times, but uh, at other times it does mess with your head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We talk about the military a lot on the show and, you know, the health, mental health aspect of it is right. uh, something that choose as a priority here at ESPN. Right. No, yeah, I really appreciate that. I mean, there's so many, so much support for the for military and it should, it, you know, we celebrate, we just celebrate Veterans Day, Marine Corps birthday was just the other day, and Memorial Day, things like that. But I mean, it's, it's almost to be all day, every day for, for all of mm-hmm. the military and, and law enforcement and, and all first responders and everyone that's, that's yeah. doing so much for this country, this yes. world. Yes, absolutely. Now, Victor, you said that you played basketball, football, you did it all. So are you able to see a young talent come on the court or the field and know that there's something special about that uh, child or athlete? You know, there's times, yeah. I mean, some kids, just so many kids out there just have natural, natural athletic ability. It's just like, oh, my God, at six years old, you could just tell that this kid, you know, is just going to be able to throw the ball hard or hit it hard or run fast. There's a lot of kids. And then there's some that, you know, maybe they're just a little late bloomers and they'll get there with some time, a little bit more practice and things like that. And, and obviously they'll, they'll, they'll catch up. But yeah, you can, you can definitely spot some kids right off the bat. We had a kid, um, I remember when I first started coaching baseball, we had a kid that had never played baseball, never played any organized sports. His parents weren't really baseball fans. They were more football fans, but, uh, you know, we invited him up to just to, just to come play some football. I think he was six, seven years old. Just come up and play. Um, you know, come practice with us and just see what he thinks. He came up. Uh, you know, he had a you know a, a, a glove that really wasn't you know the best glove to use. He just came up just just to try it. And after just a couple of pitches, this kid was was launching the balls, and his parents had no idea, <laughs> and we had no idea, and we're like, oh my god, this kid! And it's been about. Six years later, and this kid does travel ball. This kid's a little all-star. His parents are diehard baseball fans. I mean, we created a monster with this family. Wow. <laughs> I mean, this kid just came out with some natural, natural talent at baseball. And it's just, you know, he, he's, he's, he's doing awesome right now. And I'm just so happy to see how well he's doing. So, uh, yeah, that, that kid, Alex, Alex is listening. Proud of you, buddy. Keep going. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So tell us about... AIM and why you founded it, Athletes in the Making, and we can go, you can go to athletesinthemaking.org for more information. Yeah, thank you. So what happened was uh, after, you know, I, I, again, loving sports the whole time. I've always wanted to be a PE coach, PE teacher, but I kind of went a different route. I didn't go to the college route to get the degree to do that. Went more of the military and law enforcement side of things. So I kind of, you know, didn't go for it. But um, you know, once I had, I had my kids, I have two kids, I have a 12 year old and a 10 year old, two boys. Um, the minute they were old enough to walk, I signed them up for T-ball. Oh. Uh, and as soon as you become a parent in a league, you automatically become a coach. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way you're voluntold. Right. To do <laughs> oh my gosh. So if you're not, if, and if you're not a coach, you're a team mom or team dad and, and you're organizing snacks. So the minute that happened, um, you know, I just fell in love with coaching. Uh, obviously, you know, it was, it was just I love sports, and I figured, you know, I kind of think I could do this. So I kind of did. So I just kind of took it and ran. So uh, you know, I, I, from then on, I said, you know what? I got more involved with my kids' elementary school, and 
being a PTA member and, you know, looking at what elementary schools lack as far as sports organization goes, as far as that structure of, of teaching the fundamentals of sports, it, it wasn't there. So I saw mm-hmm. that. And I, and I, you know, they have time out to play. You know, you got a big red rubber ball, go outside for 20 minutes and, you know, have fun, which, you know, it's good. It's still some exercise. But I, to me, I wanted to teach the fundamentals of sports, the basics, the introduction of it, to, to how do you put on a glove? How do you swing a bat? How do you kick a soccer ball? Those things. And if you catch them at this early, early age, you never know. You know, I mean, right. like this, some of these kids have never been introduced. So I, I said, you know what, let me start a program where we don't have to charge the schools because there's no money for sports and schools. Us being the second largest school district in Los Angeles, I figured wow. there's going to be a lot of kids that, that can use this. Mm-hmm. So I said, let's, let's start an organization where, where, you know, we can raise funds so we can get coaches out there so we can get equipment out to these schools so we can, you know, teach these kids the basics. Um, and so we did just so that we did it for free. We, we still do it for free. We don't want to ever charge because we don't want principals to say no. <laughs> yes. Um, we went through everything we had to and, and, uh, that's kind of why we, we began this because I just, I want to get more kids out there. And I saw a lot of kids that, you know, when I have, like I said, I have two kids. Mm-hmm. So I coach their basketball, soccer and baseball. Wow. That's two, that's two teams a year times two times each sport. <laughs> Wow. All year long. That's a lot. <laughs> so, so I, I, I kind of gave that experience off of that and, and, and getting to know how to work with all these kids and so many different personalities. And it's just, so I, I wanted to bring it to, to elementary schools. You know, there's a ton of stuff after school. There's great boys and girls, parks and rec. There's a lot of stuff, but not every kid goes to that. Mm-hmm. Not every kid gets the chance to go. Maybe they don't have the money or the time or someone can't take them or pick them up. So as this way, during school hours, Everybody's going to get it. Right. Um, so that's kind of why we did this. And in addition to what we do, we also sponsor kids. So say, you know, you have an eight-year-old son that wants to play at a park and rec. We'll sign him up, buy him the new equipment, and get him going. Oh, wow. So we like to sponsor kids as well. Oh, that's good. How do you get sponsored? How can they do that? So that's the fun part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little sarcasm. But it's, it's <laughs> you know, being a nonprofit organization, it is it's a, it's a lot of work. It, it definitely is. It's rewarding, but it's definitely a lot of work. We do a lot of fundraising. Um, obviously, that's that's the number one way to do it. You know, grants are always great. It's just, you know, it's you're one in a million that applies for grants. So if you know about that, it's kind of tough sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, we, we do it. Um, obviously, this year, we, we launched our grant writer. She just has a lot of other things that she has to go, and it's kind of hard to, to find a, a grant writer nowadays. Um, fundraising has stopped for this year, but you know, we still do what we can. Um, but yeah, we've been doing a lot of, we do art shows. We have our casino night. Uh, we work with a great organization. Uh, I don't know if you're well, you are familiar with LAFC and their supporter group, the 3252. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get support from those guys who always come out to, to support our, our fundraising and, and they, they help set up a lot of things for us as well. Um, so, you know, we, we, we do what we can. Yes. Um, this year, obviously that's everyone else. It's been really hard this year. <laughs> so. You know, we, we lost our office, so we're, we're kind of mobile right now. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, that's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll work something out next year, hopefully. But, uh, yeah, so that's kind of all we've been doing. It's just, just fundraising, kickball tournaments, and things like that. So if people go to your website, athletesinthemaking.org, they can donate and see how they can help? They can definitely donate. Um, 
at any time for sure. And, and any, anything is, is, is appreciated. And, you know, right now we're actually doing, uh, every year we've done a toy drive and food drive for the holidays and Thanksgiving. You know, we, uh, we're going to do things a little bit differently this year, obviously, but, uh, we're still collecting. We're not going to stop collecting. We're going to collect and, and, uh, deliver to, to certain families around the Los Angeles area. And, and uh, so if you, if you, you know, if monetary is something that you can't do, um, we're, we're more than happy to accept, uh, a toy toy donation. You can deliver it. Uh, you can send it our way, or we can pick it up. And again, that's also on, on uh, athletesinthemaking.org. Or you can send me an email at victor at athletesinthemaking.org, and and I'll definitely respond to you right away with uh, anything that that you can help. It's definitely appreciated. And if there are corporations or businesses out there that want to donate uh, sporting equipment, is, do you accept that as well? Of course, of course. That's definitely something that we always in need of because, like I said, we do sponsor kids and we like to sponsor teams and, and we, we, uh, always donate equipment to, to, to the young athletes out there that, that want to give it a go. And, and, uh, for sure, definitely at athletesinthemaking.org as well. You could send us an email through there and we definitely, uh, appreciate any and all donations of sporting equipment. Awesome. Now kids are at home on Zoom and they don't have a lot of interaction with other kids. So it's like the social skills that they learn from being on a team and participating. It's not there anymore. Like my, I only have one son, so we don't have another child for yeah. him to, you know, talk to and, and play with, you know. Right. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's. <laughs> 2020 what it's it's been tough yeah and you know we have donated on through through our social media and through word of mouth uh to to kids we've donated basketball courts to single uh, single uh kids out there siblings that i mean kids that don't have any siblings uh we've donated i don't know if you've heard of these tiny soccer kits where you wrap it around your ankle and you're able to oh, yeah. pick the ball and it bounces right back to you so that you don't have to chase the ball over oh, cool. the street. <laughs> so, I need that. that. <laughs> I don't have to chase fun. the ball? Oh, yeah. that'd be great. <laughs> those, are, those are definitely fun. Unfortunately, it's something that, you know, if, if you're by yourself, that's something you can do with, along with a basketball court. You, you shoot a ball and things like that. We've also donated a um, baseball nets where you just set up a tee, a baseball, and you hit it to the net, and you know you don't break mom's window or anything like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know we we try to help as much as we can with those kids that are out there that follow us and, and reach out to us that are you know a, an only child because it has been tough and and for sure yeah, I know we had a sure. slight hope not too long ago maybe coming outside and play at the park and this and that, but uh, yeah, it's been tough. So we've been we've been trying to donate online and and to kids that have been staying home and you know, keeping that, practicing that social distancing and things like that. But it, it's definitely been hard for, for everyone, not only kids, but adults with, this, yeah. with, uh, with everything. The mind has just been playing tricks on everyone. I know. <laughs> I know. It's been tough. It's been tough. I, I, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, you know, the, the, the only thing that helps, I think a lot of us get through it is that you're not the only one. Yes. Everybody's going through this. So it's not something that's, that just you're going through. Right. Um, you know, you still have your neighbors and, and I know family and thank God for Zoom, right? Right. Um, you right. know, and FaceTime and things like that. Can you imagine this in the 70s and 80s? Oh my goodness. <laughs> right? It's tough. It's very tough. I was going to ask you, so do you live in the valley close to Tahanga Park? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Because my son <laughs> needs to... 
He needs uh, athletes in the making. He uh, needs some coaching. Wood will help him out for sure. Not a problem. <laughs> your son is in, in good hands. We will definitely take care of your son. No, does he like to be out and active and play sports? Or well, he still kind of. Oh, he did before. Yeah, before, but now it's like it's like pulling teeth trying to get him outside. <laughs> I'm just like, what? He, he knows who his mom is, though, right? When she works. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Because I don't know if you were my mom. <laughs> I know. I'm like, go put, go out, throw the football. He has a great arm, like uh, okay. throwing the football. Like, I'm amazed. I try to get it on my phone, but it doesn't really capture, <laughs> you know, how great his arm is. <laughs> Oh yeah, we get, we definitely got to work with them a little bit for sure. Yeah, but <laughs> and we will. But speaking of that, it's like even when you know you talk about the fundamentals, and you know they talk about how some uh, athletes don't go to college or go to college for a couple years and don't learn the true fundamentals of let's say right. basketball, and then when they get into the league, it's like oh well, you can definitely see that they need to work on some fundamentals right yeah yeah for sure i mean i see that now you know and and, and i mean we, we all have done it we all look at at a at a pro athlete on tv and try to mimic everything they're doing and you know sometimes you forget that they're professionals for a reason they're pros and mm-hmm. they're, they move around and they're adapting because they can and they know and they've seen it at a young age you're not there yet you still got to learn one-on-one so it, it, it's kind of tough sometimes when you come across those kids that think they have it all down and it's just not quite there yet. Right. You know, sometimes in basketball, for example, that court vision is important. And that's something that you can't really teach too much right off the bat. You know, it's something that, that'll come in time with the kid having a little bit of experience and kind of looking at, okay, who's uh, that guy's cutting there? The defense is going to come when I do this and that. I've noticed this. So it's it's one of those things that, you know, within time they learn. It's not something you teach right away, not like dribbling or shooting. So, yeah, you know, we come across those challenges. And, um, you know, there's some kids that do have it right off the bat by watching, again, the athletes to the pros. You know, they see it and they're like, oh, okay, I see how he saw that guy cut and how he made that pass. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's some kids that, that have that, you know, there's some kids that know the game better than they could physically play the game. Yes. You know, I come across that all the time. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's both ways, really. But uh, teaching the fundamentals right now is definitely, you know, and I, and, and I, I told my son, my, my oldest son, who's now going to middle school, uh, I've, I'm done coaching him at Parks and Recs and Travel Ball and things like that because, I, I and I'm not afraid to admit this, I am not a great X's and O's coach. I'm a great, I'm a great fundamentals coach oh. and the basics coach. You know, I don't want to cheat him. Right. <laughs> so, and I wouldn't want to cheat any kid out there. I can't, the X's and O's, you know, they get me sometimes, yeah. but, uh, the drills and the, and the basics and all that stuff, I, I can definitely, definitely help out with that. And, and that's why, that's why I do it, especially in elementary school. So do, so when you're watching a game with your sons, do you guys go over plays and stuff? And we do. Yeah. We do. How, we do what's that like? It, it, it's fun. It's fun. And, and, you know, thanks to, uh, now that you can re- rewind what you just missed. So we'll, mm-hmm. we'll rewind a live game and kind of go over, look what he did. What could he have done aside from what he did? Is there another option and things like that? So oh, we definitely do that all the time. And he'll, he'll ask me as well. My youngest, 
not so much. <laughs> he, he takes off and plays with Legos, but my oldest, yeah. he is he's into it, and, and he's one that I can honestly say, and uh, and he knows this is that he knows the game uh, a little bit better than he can physically play it. He's really good, mm-hmm. but he's uh, he's better at at the knowledge of the game, and and I always tell him that you're one step ahead already because that's the hardest part, really, is kind right. of knowing what to do and how to do certain things. You know, the, the the physical part of it, that'll come. That'll come within time and practice. So, uh, yeah, we definitely do go over it sometimes. It's not fun when, when my wife is trying to watch and we'll keep rewinding it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last week, we were watching a game. I can't remember which one. And uh, the running back did like a fake left, right, and then left, and then uh-huh. ran for a touchdown. And I was like, Davey, did you see that? Did you see how quick he was? He did this. And I was, I was like trying to do it. But of course, you know, I'm really slow. And I was like, he went like this, Davey, like you can do, you know, if you get faster. I hope you're paying attention. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was. Okay. He, he was. And then he got up and he tried to, you know, do, do a fake, do a fake. And I was like, yeah, that's my boy. That's my boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, that's, and that's how it is, right? Because at a young age, we do the same thing. I mean, growing up watching Michael Jordan do a duck, you wanted mm-hmm. to do the same way. You know, that's what we did. And so hopefully this kid, stayed, I mean, yeah, they took it up from watching for sure the pros. And hopefully your son got that move. Yeah. <laughs> there, so there is, uh, well, you know, kids are on YouTube all the time now. Yeah. So my son was in, we put him in soccer a few years ago. And uh, my friend was like, oh, okay, let's all do this together. So we took Davey out to the field and uh, the class started and he started doing moves that he saw on YouTube. And everybody was like, oh, he's taken classes before. And we're like, nope, this is his first class. (laughs) I was like, wow, that is something. But they do learn. They pick up stuff. No, they do. Yeah, for sure. They do. That's why, I mean, hopefully, you know, our kids aren't out there watching some violent stuff on TV and they don't pick that up. But yeah, they're definitely picking up all the sports stuff for sure. Mm -hmm. And it's it's good to see it. I mean, you know, we have such great athletes nowadays in, in, in this world. And it's just, you know, they're, they're learning from the best, that's for sure, mm-hmm. watching all these guys. Well, Victor, so with AIM, Athletes in the Making, besides, you know, sportsmanship and team building, what other things have you seen the athletes accomplish by being in the program? I, I've seen a lot, a lot of kids um, that after they've done our program for the first time, like I said, try on a glove for the first time, I've seen them firsthand go to their parents and say they want to join a team. Um, and and to me, there's uh, it's just such a great feeling. I feel, you know, selfishly speaking, it's just, I feel I feel great when that happens. Mm-hmm. And, and I've seen it from boys and girls, all, you know, from all ages up until, well, up until sixth grade, I'm sorry, not all ages, because that middle school, I, I'm done with them after that. They go on and, and learn from their middle school teacher. <laughs> 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 I stopped at sixth grade. <laughs> Uh, but I have seen a lot of them, uh, you know, open up, you know, open up with their confidence because, you know, we, we, when we do our drills at these schools, we mix them up, we put them in there, we get the, the shyest kid, the quietest kid out there and, and they engage as much as, 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 you know, we push them to. So they, they, uh, you know, we've seen them open up, we've seen them appreciate what we do and we've seen them sign up after with, you know, it, it, it helps with, with, you know, it helps the parks and recs as well to, to get more players out there, get more teams. You know, um, it, it just 
diversity is just it's right. out there with when it comes to sports and and I, I love it and, and a lot of it I know is to what we do but just just the kids too I mean they they love it they they see something they love it right. and I always tell people the first you know you have when you have your kid and, and you want to sign them up for for sports or whatever for the first time ever sign them up for soccer soccer to me is the first thing that a kid should always play because obviously everyone wants to do the American pastime which is baseball. But that is the slowest game for a four or five year old <laughs> oh, to play. Yeah, yeah. They lose patience and they lose it. They they lose your attention. It's just not gonna work. Mm-hmm. Soccer nonstop, you're running, you're just going and you're just you don't even know where you're running to. You're just right. running, but you're running. <laughs> but you're doing something and then eventually you figure, Oh, there's a ball I should probably go kick. Right. And you're and you're kicking it. So you're you're out there, you're moving and you're nonstop. So to me it's always a soccer. But uh but yeah, to go back, I I, I just love to see how uh how they all just want to sign up for the first time after just putting it on once. And, and, and it's, it, I love it. I love yeah. it. And it helps with their confidence. Well, as, as a, as a child athlete, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I always look to my coach as a mentor and I know that the athletes that you have in your program, athletes in the making, I'm sure they see you as a mentor. You also volunteer as a big brother, correct? I did do that um, for about a couple of years. I joined that program just to, uh, you know, I, I know how important being a, a big brother or, mm-hmm. or a role model or a mentor or however you want to name it. Uh, to me, it was just something that I, 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 you know, it was something that I thought I could share some, some, some knowledge with someone out right. there that can use an, an adult male figure mm-hmm. in their life. Um, so I, I, yeah, I did do that. Um, and again, selfish is thinking again, I'm sorry, but it, it was a rewarding feeling and, and it was a, a good time I, I had with, with my little brother. And, uh, I, that's something I think everyone should, should, uh, you know, commit to trying once in their life and, mm-hmm. and, You'll never know what you've done to that, you know, little sister, little brother. Right. But that program is amazing. And, and uh, yeah, so that's something I definitely um, will cherish forever. That was a great feeling. And uh, I know that uh, that kid is, well, that kid now is, is over 18, or an adult now, mm-hmm. but uh, this was a while ago. But, yeah, no, it's definitely doing well. So, um, you know, and he, he, was, he was a shy guy, so I don't know how yeah. much he, you know, but I know he did well. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Uh, um, do you notice that more and more, like, people are recruiting kids from elementary school? You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, not from the school, but the elementary age. Right. I definitely see recruitment going on at the parks and recs and at the, at the, uh, some tournaments and things like that. Cause, like I said, my, my oldest, is is on that and and you know he does get pulled in different directions and you know it's like it's like free agency in the nba it's like wait a minute <laughs> these kids are 11 10 11 12 years old what are yeah. we doing here so for me i go with convenience i'm not trying to you know drive two hours away to have you play right <laughs> right but, you know it's, it's but yeah i do see it in, in in baseball definitely a lot in in uh in uh i see it i see it more in baseball than i, I do in basketball um, because you need more players mm-hmm. in baseball, so they're out there and they're they're scouting you and they're trying to get you for their travel teams and things like that. Right. And build their little all-star teams, and you know, it, it at times it's frustrating to see that because you know you want an equal playing field and you want you want to play the best. And if all the best is on one team, mm-hmm. you know how how is that fair? But you know, I, I get it. I get both sides of it. So 
but I do see it and you know, it is what it is, I guess. I, I, I don't know. That's how, something I do. <laughs> how, how does your son handle, handle like, you know, uh, participating yeah. and being in sports and also school and. Yeah, he's, I mean, this would have been his first year at middle school, uh, trying to, trying to juggle, you know, five classes and after school programs and, um, you know, sports after that and things like that. So we still don't know how he's going to, you know, adjust to all that, uh, once school really opens up. Cause he was just doing elementary school. He just finished that. So, but, uh, you know, he, he's definitely, you know, one, one in a million for, for him, for me, he's, he's, uh, definitely a special kid and he's a, he's a, he's an honor student. He was a president of his, of his class. He was, uh, you know, straight A kid and he's, he's just a great kid. So he, I don't think he's going to have a hard time, yeah. um, adjusting to anything he does. He's, he's definitely on his own. Um, so, but you know, we'll see, we'll see a lot can change. We'll it see sound- when, when school opens up. It sounds like he's a mini you, Victor. but He's definitely a big, uh, yeah, he's definitely about the community as well. He, he loves it. He loves giving back. He loves charity work. He says he wants to be a uh, you know philanthropist growing up. Uh, I have a, my younger son; he has epilepsy, so he said he. My oldest says he wants to work with Zinep and that an epilepsy. So I said, okay, you, you, awesome. you do you, you do you, son, yeah. whatever you want to do. So uh, you know he, that's what he said. So we'll we'll see. Yes. He wants to stay on that track of giving back. So proud of him for that. Victor, do you um, does athletes in the making? Do you guys partner with organizations like the Dodgers or the other or, uh, sporting organizations? Besides, I I know you said the um, LA, LASC. yeah, LAC. Yeah, um, LASC. Yeah, they, they're they're uh, they've had a, we've had a couple of players come out to like meet and greet for toy drives and uh, you know things like that for our art shows and things like that. Support that. Uh, Jordan Harvey and his wife came. They've been, uh, they helped host our, um, casino night and, and they're huge on giving back to the community as well. So we, we've had worked with them in, in, in the past. And as far as the Dodgers go, they have always supported us with, uh, you know, with, um, in-kind donations. They've given us hundreds of tickets to take all of our, you know, a bunch of kids that we come across to take them to a Dodger game. They give us free food and things like that. Um, they give us, uh, you know, transportation buses and all that stuff, which are, which are fun nights for all these kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, they've given us, you know, free giveaways to hand out to, to kids. Um, so the Dodgers have, have given us a lot of the, the you know, in-kind donations in the past. Um, so, you know, we, 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 you know, we've done okay with them, you know. So uh, hopefully in the near future coming up, we can do a lot more. Um, you know, it, we're, we're small. I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're not, you know, worldwide thing or countrywide thing. We're a small organization trying to do, you know, big things, though. Um, and, and I think we do a lot for considering the size that we are. Um, but, uh, you know, being more mom and pop organization, we're, we're, we're trying to get to that next level and slowly but surely and, and, and with support from you guys and, and this interview alone, thank you guys so much for this. Um, you know, yes. it, it helps. It goes a long way. And again, you could go to athletesinthemaking.org to see all that Victor and his staff are doing to help our children, our young athletes here in uh, Southern California. Um, and you can donate and if you, if you are a grant writer, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> you want to volunteer your yeah, time. They need it, right? Yes, for sure. We, we definitely, definitely would, would uh, love a grant writer right about now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, but yeah. And, I, we, and again, I, I know 2020 has been tough for everybody. So, you know, I'm not trying to play the violin here, but, 
you know, it, it's, it's been everybody, but again, we're, we're all trying to do what we can with what we've got. And, uh, you know, we're, we're just fortunate to be able to, to still be able to do something right now. And, and we are, and we will. Mm. And, uh, hopefully soon. Yes. Next level. Yes. <laughs> Victor, I saw also you do puck passing yes. for hockey. Yes. We do passing, shooting, uh, dribbling. Well, you know, you call it dribbling with, with the hockey puck through cones and all that stuff. We do all those drills and, you know, you'd be really surprised to see how many kids get a kick out of that. Not ever playing, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> not ever playing hockey. Cause that's not something that's out there as much. Right. Yeah. So yeah, we definitely, it's, that's probably the most fun you have out there with kids. And, uh, but you do got to teach that safety right off the bat because <laughs> these kids, some of the kids tend to pick up the stick a little too high. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no, we're, we're pretty good with it. Pretty safe. And, uh, yeah, no, it's really a fun time out there. I'm, I'm just, I'm hoping one day once, once everything gets open up, you could come out and check us out and, and play hockey with us. Oh, you that, would love it. <laughs> that would be awesome. I'll bring my son too. <laughs> there you go. There you go. We'll go to his school. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. That'll do it. There you go. So you say that you teach, uh, the fundamentals. Are there, is there anything in particular that you do for each sport that is, that you feel that is crucial for the needs of the athlete? As far as the, the, each sport, um, a drill, you mean? Like yes. What, I, I, the most important, I think, drill, and we, uh, you know, we take a lot of precaution with this baseball because we don't use real baseballs. Obviously, it's too hard. It's going to hurt somebody. Um, we, we, we try to use very soft foam balls. If not, they're also, um, the wiffle balls mm-hmm. to, to kind of teach the, the catching technique. So to me, that is the most important of how to keep your glove up. Uh, and for the younger kids, we use, there's these, uh, I don't know if you've seen these paddles with, that are Velcro with tennis balls. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Throw, yeah, so you throw the tennis ball and they just kind of move their hand in the motion as if you had a glove and the tennis ball gets stuck to your paddle. So it's a little bit more fun for the younger ones than putting a glove on and trying to open and close it with their hand. Mm-hmm. This just puts their hand up and the ball just gets stuck to their, to their paddle and, and it's just the funnest thing to them. But they learn that motion. They learn what they should do if they had a glove. Mm-hmm. So we kind of take our time with baseball and, and, and throwing and catching because we don't want injuries out there. Right. And fortunately, we haven't had one. Oh, good. <laughs> so, yeah, so I would say baseball is one of the one sports that kind of we, we really have to kind of be careful with out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that I would say baseball is most fun with putting the glove on and throwing and everything. What about um, the training your staff has to go through to be able to help train at an elementary school? Yeah, we, we, our coaches, we get, I mean, you know, a lot of people want to volunteer and, and, and to come out and coach and things like that. Unfortunately, it's not that easy. Uh, you know, we have to, obviously, first you have to get to, you got to get TV tests and background checks and, you know, all that stuff that has to go fingerprints and life scan, all that stuff has to happen before you could even, you know, step on a, on a school campus. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one thing. And then as far as actually being a coach to be out there, we have, our coaches are all certified from the parks and rec that, we get coaches from that work actually parks and recreation. Um, so a lot of them are, are, have already been, uh, PE coaches and things like that. So they've been doing it for years and they've gotten trained from like the RBI program and little league and things like that. So it's coaches that know the game, right. <laughs> know each sport and things like that. Um, so yeah. And some of it experience like myself, I, again, I just have maybe, 50 teams of experience <laughs> mm-hmm. that I just kind of coach with my kids. But uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely each coach is definitely well, not always done on a lot of these sports and each coach has a different strength. 
um, of a sport that they prefer. But yeah, definitely all our coaches are well coached. This is 710 ESPN. I'm Fern Cusack speaking with the founder of AIM, Athletes in the Making, Victor Murillo. And again, you could go to athletesinthemaking.org to donate and see what they're doing and to volunteer. Victor, you touched on, you know, you having two kids and, you know, having to go to all these games and um, as a parent, that's very overwhelming for me. <laughs> like, I, because there is, it's time consuming. I mean, but you, there's the love of the game, but then you have work and then you have to, my friend is on a travel team. He, he was oh, okay. just in Vegas the other day with his daughter oh, playing yeah. soccer. I was like, what are yeah. you kidding? Like my nephews, they had to, they travel like two hours out of, yeah. you know, how do you as a parent handle that? I mean, uh, yeah, it, it definitely is a lot. Not to mention the games, but then there's practices. Right. And then for me, I have two practices because I have two kids and I have two games because again, but, uh, you know, it's, it's like you said, though, it's for the love of it. It's, it's just a passion that I've always had for it. And it's not a big deal. I guess you can say for me, it's just, it's something that I see they love. I mean, my oldest a little bit more, but I see that they love to be out. They love to be out with their friends. They love to play. And to me, I mean, like any parent, you know, mm-hmm. your kid loves it. Your kid's happy. Shoot, you're going to be happy and you're going to do it because that's how they feel. And that's, and that's right. what makes them happy. So, you know, it, it could be worse, I guess, but I, I love it. I mean, it's, it's, it's not really a, a strain or a pressure or anything like that. I mean, like everyone, we're human. There's times when you come home, the last thing you want to do is go to a practice. <laughs> but but you, you suck it up. And right. <laughs> and my wife as well, you know, there's times that, you know, she's a nurse. So she works for, you know, 12 hours and she doesn't want to come home and go to practice. Right. <laughs> but, you know, we do it. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's not something that we're out there running around. We just got to go out there and sit, them, sit and watch them do it. So, you know, it, it's it's really not that bad for us i i kind of I, I love it i love it i love that they love it and you know it, it keeps them busy keeps them active and and keeps them away from video games <laughs> yes yeah i hear so, you yeah that i mean it's not really a big problem i guess yeah can you talk about the uh the way that a child let's say an eight-year-old boy uh, can improve his uh Agility, like what drills do you use to improve agility on and off the court? Uh, yeah, I love the ladder drill. The ladder drill is all that's just one of the best drills. Uh, you just grab one of those ladders, you know, the rope ladders, and, and there's so much on, on YouTube and social media that'll show you the actual drills to use. But a ladder drill, uh, you know, to, to, to do different drills on that ladder, it's I think that's one of the best. Yeah, if you're in, in soccer, you know, going through cones, zigzagging through cones. With a soccer ball, the same with a basketball, zigzagging through cones. I mean, there's no other, there's no shortcut, no way to do it but to do it. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, just repetition on stuff like that, those type of drills. And yeah, that in no time, you just, you just have to do it and be committed to doing it. Yeah. Um, you know, just quick feet, quick feet, quick feet, and, and that'll get you. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, your cones and the, the, the rope ladder drill, your two biggest tools. And, uh, with, with that, you're good to go. Just, you know, throw on a jump rope every now and again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'll definitely help. 
jump rope, you, you'd be surprised how hard that is for a lot of people, for a lot of adults. Even. I know. <laughs> jump, rope, jump rope is not easy. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you get that down, you see, you, see, you see these boxes, how they do that with, with these. They can do it one hand. It's just amazing how these guys do it, but they're quick at that. Um, and But that's they're quick, and they have the great feet work, and they're fast. And, you know, a lot of it comes from those drills. Mm-hmm. What about, um? is there a drill for, like, balance? Yeah, I mean, again, I would go with the same same thing, really. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it all kind of goes goes hand in hand. It's all these drills you, you keep repetitive with it, and you know, your feet work and your balance, your agility, your speed, all that stuff comes from that. Sprints are good for you know your speed. Uh, you know, you, you want to do some sprints. You know, walk back, jog, sprint, walk back, jog, sprint. You know, you get that for speed, and you know, all these drills. And you know, that's why, I like, to me, I, I always look at soccer players, like one of the best athletes out there. They're constantly, constantly, they're the best shape. They're sprinting nonstop. Mm-hmm. There's no commercial timeouts. There's no water <laughs> breaks. They're just sprinting on a big field, bigger than a football field. And they're just in great shape. Have you ever seen a soccer guy? You know, yes. uh, it's, they're just, they're, because that's what they do. They're just sprinting. They just <laughs> all right. stay nonstop. No body fat. <laughs> right, right. I, have been a, I wish I could have been a soccer player, but no, that's, that's <laughs> you know, you know, but, <laughs> They're great athletes as well. Don't get me wrong, but they get timeouts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and but uh, you know, baseball players are great shape too because they play you know 160 games a year. That that takes a toll on your body as well. Mm-hmm. So you know, but yeah, I would look at soccer players as the way they train. You know, for your feet work and your speed and just being in great shape. They they just they got it. <laughs> Do you ever use boxes with the boxes? young? Yeah, like uh, no, no. Like like to ju- like jump on box type of thing. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's a whole different type of training. But no, I, we don't kind of get into that. I mean, we it, that's that's yeah, that's like another another world as far as yeah. Just for uh, we hit elementary schools. It's just kind of the basis. But for boxes, we I don't use that for my kids either. I don't know. I, I've had bad knee issues. I kind of want to <laughs> careful with that. You know what I mean? I, I don't want to get my kid in that in that same family as I did with the knee issues. <laughs> right. Right. So again, how can we take part and help athletes in the making? Oh my God! So again, in any whether it's a, a you know sports equipment or volunteer time or monetary donation or fifth check you want to write to us mm-hmm. <laughs> athletesinthemaking dot org, you can send us an email or you could send a personal email to myself, Victor at athletesinthemaking dot org. Um, and you know, we'll, we'll be more than happy to answer any of your questions you may have about our organization and, uh, just, um, yeah, anything is accepted in, in, in our field and we really appreciate all the help and, and we know it's a tough time right now for a lot of people. Um, so, you know, even if, if you want to volunteer your time, that's, that's appreciated as well. Um, and hopefully next year we'll, we'll have a lot more to come seeing if our world opens up anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And, and again, being on, on your show like this is, is definitely big for us too. It's, you know, getting our name out there and a little bit more exposure for us out there. And uh, you can even follow us on Instagram. We're at, we're at Athletes in the Making. Um, so check us out there. You can see what we've done up until today since we started six years ago. Um, but uh, yeah, anything, anything is, is definitely appreciated. That's awesome. Victor, and you, you do have a big team that is helping you, a lot of volunteers. Is Lisa your wife? She is my wife. Oh, she yay. Is, is my wife. She, she's, uh, she's 
you know, my better half. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah, we, she's, uh, it's we're, a family affair. It is a family affair. When I say mom and pop, I meant it. <laughs> <laughs> we, we definitely, uh, you know, she, I was fortunate to have someone that kind of, we, we see eye to eye when it comes back to, to giving back. And, uh, you know, she, she, she helped a lot and big support on, you know, we, we, we just, we see eye to eye when it comes to this. So that's why it was been so easy. Something. Right. To do. <laughs> and you also know Mario from here at ESPN. I do know Mario from ESPN. Mario's <laughs> a great person. I've known Mario's Mario the bomb. Thanks, Mario, for hooking me up. <laughs> Mario, Mario hooked us. Mario, thank you, Mario. I didn't know Mario hooked us up. Mario's, he's just the nicest dude. I mean, I, I every know. time I see him, he's always out smiling his face. I know. Great father. Great father. Great husband from what I hear. I'm not sure I didn't really <laughs> talk to his wife about it. Yeah. <laughs> But I know he's a tremendous father. No, he's a good yes. guy. He's a real good guy. I remember meeting him when Alley first got started back in UCLA. And uh, yeah, he's he's always been a friendly guy. I love yeah. that guy. He's so positive and <laughs> yeah. just, just like you. So, <laughs> well, yeah, I, thank you. Appreciate that. But yeah, he's definitely one. Yeah. Well, Victor, I appreciate you uh, chatting with me, telling me all about athletes in the making. Again, you could go to athletesinthemaking.org. Victor Murillo, thank you yes. so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, for sure. Appreciate it. Thank you. And thank you, Mario and Diego. I think Diego has yes. something to do with it as well. Diego, yes. <laughs> thank you. So thank you, guys. Thank you all for having me. I'm Laferne Cusack. This is 710 ESPN. The experience on 710 ESPN continues. Back to Laferne Cusack. Athletes in the Making is dedicated to providing the youth of America with teamwork, sportsmanship, and learning experiences through sports participation. Athletes in the Making believe that all children should have the opportunity to reach their physical potential. According to the CDC, as some communities in the United States begin to start youth sports activities again, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention offers the following considerations for ways in which youth sports organizations can protect players, families, and communities and slow the spread of the coronavirus disease, COVID-19. Administrators of youth sports organizations can consult with state and local health officials to determine if and how to put into place these considerations. Each community may need to make adjustments to meet its unique needs and circumstances. Implementation should be guided by what is practical, acceptable, and tailored to the needs of each community. These considerations are meant to supplement, not replace, any state, local, territorial, or tribal health and safety laws, rules, regulations, in which youth sport organizations must comply. The County of Los Angeles Department of Public Health is adopting a staged approach supported by science and public health expertise to allow certain venues to safely reopen. The requirements are specific to youth sports programs permitted to be open by the order of the state public health officer. Note that this protocol applies to recreational youth sports leagues, club sports, travel sports, and sports sponsored by private and public schools serving students TK through 12 schools. It is not intended for use by adult sports leagues or amateur adult sports which must remain closed for the state health officer order until further notice.
all youth sports activities must take place outdoors. The checklist covers protecting and supporting employee and customer health. Two, ensuring appropriate physical distancing. Three, ensuring proper infection control. Four, communicating with the public. And five, ensuring equitable access to services. Measures to ensure player and coach safety. Physical distancing of six feet between each player and between players and coaches is required at all times. All players, coaches, family members, and visitors are required to wear an appropriate face covering that covers the nose and the mouth at all times, except while swimming, showering, eating, drinking, or engaging in solo physical exertion. Screening is conducted before players and coaches may participate in youth sports activities. Until further notice, all youth sports activities must only take place outdoors. For more protocols or the full list, you can log on to publichealth.lacounty.gov. You've been listening to The Experience with Laverne Cusack. Getting the residents of Los Angeles, Orange County, and all of Southern California closer to their community. It's The Experience with Laverne Cusack on 710 ESPN.